Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Well, today is all about losing the chaos. And I'm going to be honest, I'm actually recording this in my car in some random parking lot because I am also trying to lose the chaos and also trying to use the time that I have wisely. And I really wanted to get this recorded this week. And so here I am. You know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. So, so many times we get caught up in life and find ourselves looking back, wondering how the heck did I get here? Like, how the heck did I get to the point where I'm doing a podcast in my car? (laughs) Things that felt chaotic at first begin to feel normal. And then after a while, you realize you've been in a chaotic cycle for a while and are unsure how to get out of it. And then you're not only unsure how to make your life more peaceful, you realize the process is going to be uncomfortable and take a lot of work. So if I am continually having to do podcasts in my car, my life has probably got a little chaotic. Losing the chaos is hard because we can get addicted to it. Chaos is like sexy, it's exciting, it keeps us on our toes, and it makes us feel important when we're having to put out fires. It's like this tangible like problem problem-solving stuff that happens. The thing is that chaos prevents us from figuring out what is actually starting the fires. It just feels good to put the fires out. It's like this instant gratification and we just ignore what is starting the fires. Chaos can also look different for each of us and can vary from season to season in our life. So I've had chaos in my life in different seasons. When I was in my early 20s, I was working a part-time job, At a gym, I was doing an internship with the Department of Corrections as a probation and parole intern. I was going to college full-time. I was dating random guys and still keeping a high GPA. I had so much going on. I was running myself ragged and I I had bags to change into clothes depending on where I was going, like in my car, right? I'd eat on the run and I just was definitely not feeling the peace of the Lord. And I also wasn't making him a priority in my life. I've also had chaos where I was a new mom. I was pregnant with my second and moving to a town I have never been to into a house I have never like seen. And saying all this out loud kind of sounds crazy, um, but God worked in so many amazing ways <laughs> through that time. Um, then I thought it would be a great idea to host a party for 100 people um, in my new home one week after I moved when my husband wasn't going to be there to help me. Again, pregnant, new kid, like like a one-year-old running around. It was crazy time. <laughs> And these were just like times of chaos in my life. I've overscheduled activities. I've been in friendships that were one-sided, that burned me. I've carried way too many people's problems on my shoulders when they never asked me to and I was never supposed to, right? It's everyone's responsibility to hold on to their own stuff and to give it to the Lord. And I've also expected myself to operate at levels of performance that weren't reasonable. I've said yes out of guilt and obligation that built up resentment and said no out of fear and also like the fear of being too vulnerable and being afraid of failing in front of others. 
My chaos is my chaos, and your chaos may or may not look or feel the same. The important thing is that you identify when you're caught in the cycle of chaos. And the cycle of putting out fires is, again, very addicting, but the more you put out, the more you seem to create, and that is that cycle. Anything can be chaos. Chaos causes like it's this distorter and confusion that takes away our peace. Chaos is defined as complete disorder and confusion. When we live our life with chaos, our life runs us instead of us running it. I'm going to say that again. When we live our life with chaos, our life runs us instead of us running it. We're confused about how we feel, what we're doing, and where we're going with our life. So we don't have that peace that God offers us. The deception of chaos is that we don't at first know what's causing it. So we choose to ignore it and then stay in self-denial. And denial is kind of this comfortable place to stay. It, it feels safe because you at least know what to expect and you don't have to build up that emotional capacity to work through it. And you don't have to work so hard and take on that mindset that, you know, that you're responsible for it. A lot of times denial, again, is just this tactic we use to not fully look at it and take responsibility for what we're doing in our own life. We can keep chaos in our life because it serves us. Like all of the things that we do in our life that we keep, it serves us in some way. You see, life can feel monotonous and plain at times. I totally know this. Like when you're working towards a goal and, or you've just had a kid, like there could be some excitement, but a lot of times it's like day in, day out, like feed the kid, laundry, or you're starting a new job, you know, learning curve. Things can kind of get boring in life. So chaos really spices things up. So I get it. I totally get it. Here's the thing. When we understand like who we are, it's easier to understand how the chaos is benefiting us and deconstruct what's actually going on. Then we get to decide what we want. Many choose to stay in chaos because it's easier and they are familiar with the way of life and to change and edit their life would be too hard. Others know that the chaotic lifestyle is holding them back from achieving their goals, from deepening relationships, and from feeling the peace that God has gifted them. Now, here are a few indicators that things in your life may be chaotic. You have a negative attitude often. You feel burned out regularly. Um, Your home, vehicle, and workspace are in like a constant mess, which drives you crazy, but you don't have the time or the energy to actually do anything about it. You have health problems, you have a hard time focusing, you have a hard time sleeping, you say yes more than you say no, and you can't remember the last time you didn't feel overwhelmed. These are just a few things that could indicate that things in your life are chaotic. So let me share with you four strategies to lose that chaos. The first is to take a break from saying yes. Allow yourself to experience life without adding anything else into it. Allow your life to get to a neutral state where you're just maintaining what you already have going on. The less new variables you invite into your life, the better you can see what's working and what isn't. This means taking a few days, a week, or even a month and promising yourself that you're not going to take on any new activities or projects, which I know is hard when, you know, kids are starting in school and there's all of these like opportunities for your kids to be in activities. What if you didn't? 
Like what if you took a couple months off from adding anything new and you just maintained your life? It's an idea, totally an idea. Setting boundaries around how many activities you're involved will help you make informed decisions. And when you're super tempted to say yes to the person because you don't want to let them down, just remember that every time you say yes to something good, you may be saying no to something better. Now, the second strategy is to be honest with yourself about how the chaos is benefiting your life. You see, chaos creates confusion, and we can use confusion as a way to avoid getting deeper and understanding what beliefs are making us feel the way that we're feeling. Beliefs that are keeping you in chaos could sound like this. If I'm not busy, I'm lazy. I can sleep when I'm dead. I'm behind all the time. There is never enough time in the day. I don't need help. These are all beliefs that we can kind of hold deep in our heart. And we may chuckle and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's amazing how we operate in our life when these really are guiding us. These are holding you back from experiencing God's peace that he wants to offer you. So really look at the chaos in your life. You know, what activity, what person, what thing just brings up kind of this negative emotion in you that where you feel overwhelmed. Really take the time to look into your soul and your heart and figure out if there's some beliefs that need to be addressed. If there's a reason why you feel obligated that you need to continue to do the things that you're doing. The third strategy is managing your energy. You see, chaos drains our nervous system because the fight or flight chemicals are only supposed to be triggered sporadically, but when we are in utter chaos all the times, it continually persists. You see, our bodies are then in a constant state of tension and that causes physical problems. The problem is that your body gets used to operating at the level of intensity and doesn't know how to shut down. This actually prevents a lot of women from getting really good sleep because your body doesn't know how to like relax and shut down. You can get overwhelm, crashes, and burnout when you're operating with this like fight or flight chemicals like constantly going. Then you have to go into this chaos mode to get everything done because you've crashed and because you're overwhelmed and you haven't actually taken care of everything. So it continues this really vicious cycle. You see, forcing yourself to slow down is going to feel uncomfortable at first because you haven't been doing it, right? When we try something new, it's gonna feel uncomfortable. But that doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just new and different. To lose the chaos, you're going to have to fight your body from trying to convince you that something is wrong because you're not going a thousand miles a minute. And the fourth strategy is, this is the most important. This is surrendering the chaos to God. Bring him your burden and express to him where you need this clarity on how to create more peace in your life. If you have to wake up early or go hide in your car for a few minutes of quiet, I encourage you to talk to God because he wants to know and he actually already knows, but he wants to hear it from you. He wants you to trust him and to come to him. This isn't a surprise to him and he loves you and is right there waiting for you to step towards him and offer your burden and your chaos to him so he can help you figure out where it's coming from. So 
let me just lead you in a prayer. If you're not even sure like what to say to him, let's, let's pray together. So dear God, thank you so much for creating me for such a time as this. You created me with unique gifts that I have to offer. Please help me to know when to say yes and when to say no to opportunities that all sound amazing. Please help me to seek your peace before anything else and help me to identify the root of my chaos so I can experience rest in you. Help me to take my thoughts captive when they say I'm not doing enough or I'm not enough. Thank you for the life you've given me to steward. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God wants us to operate out of the fruit of his spirit, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Lean into his strength and you'll experience the fruit. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you were encouraged and intrigued enough to apply some of these strategies to your life, especially reaching out to God about what is on your mind. Remember making these small little edits each day creates big results so you step into your fullest God-given potential, which is where we find that peace at. I'd love to be able to offer encouragement to more people, so if you'd like to help me out, please subscribe to the Life Edit podcast or share with a friend this episode. I appreciate your support so much. Make it an incredible day.